Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. everybody wants to be a cat i'm dom i'm jess and i'm instagramming yeah she's doing an instagram story <laughs> as we're starting Woo! all about professionalism here on the cat show gotta get the content the content for my fans you have fans how did you get them I, I, i've been trying for so long i just i i, I make weird, um, terrible have an t- instagram story that yep. literally do you know how many people when i went away on holiday mm-hmm. last night they were like I have never done this before, but I actually put notifications on every time you would do a story so I could watch it. So their phone was just vroom, vroom, vroom every tw- 10 seconds or so? Hey! Is, am, I, am I lying right now or like... It's- Not every 10 seconds, every couple of hours. Yeah. Welcome to Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. I'm, Where we talk about cats. And we don't get like catty. Get yeah. um. um. So I have a, <laughs> a breed of cat I'm going to talk about and I'm also going to talk about protecting your little kitten friend from cat flu. I'm going to like read a guest column called How a Dog Person Became a Cat Person too. Stunning. Um, and then obviously we have our Insta Cat of the Week and our Best Friends Feline Cat of the Week. Cat of the Week. All right. So the reason I picked this cat this breed of cat, the name intrigued me, but then the cat looks like Dom, like unenthused, a bit done, mm-hmm. like not keep, as you no, keep going, not looking as you're looking now. Like you actually look like you're having a good time, which is great. Oh, sorry, that's not what I was trying to convey with this look. Hold on, <laughs> go on. It's you can right. imagine the face I'm pulling right now. Dom likes me in spite of my flaws, which are many. Um, and Jess likes me because they have no flaws. Uh, it's funny how that works. <laughs> okay. So the American wire hair is a breed of a domestic cat originating from upstate New York. So you just know that some tizzy rich person created this cat. Uh, as of 2003, though the breed is well known, it is ranked as one of the most rare from the Cat Fanciers Association. Now, we have spoken about the CFA before oh, yeah. and how much we would like to be a part of it. Um, Honorary members of nothing else. Yeah, still no word from them. We know you're listening, CFA. Come on now. Um, So there's only 22 registered American wirehairs, and that was down from 39 in 2002. So the American wirehair is a spontaneous mutation of the American shorthair. It first occurred as a random mutation among a litter of five to to a pair of barn cats in 1966 in Vernon in upstate New York. This this single red and white male had wiry fur. Okay. The owners of the cats called a local breeder of Rex cats, Mrs. Joan O'Shea. Now, you just know she's tizzy. How do you think she speaks? 
My name is Joan O'Shea. Well, no, like she's upstate New York, so she wouldn't be Southern. She's probably got one of those like tizzy transatlantic accents, like Catherine Hepburn. Oh, but I, 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 uh, never mind. I thought that's what I was doing. I don't know. She bought the kitten for fifty dollars, along with one of its normal coded female litter mates, to start a breeding program. The wide-haired male was named. Council Rock Farms Adams of Hi-Fi, or Adam for short. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the female was called Tip Top. <laughs> yeah, it's this classic biblical tale of Adam and Tip Top. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. It's like you're laughing at the word of God right now, frankly, <sighs> Jessica. Breeding between the two produced wired-haired kittens, many of which were sold off to other interested breeders. As the population grew, cats were exported to Canada and Germany, where they are especially popular. The breed did well, and in 1967 it was recognised by the CFA, and in 1978 it was accepted for championship competition. Uh, American wirehairs have yet to make an appearance in Britain or Australia. Well, I think... They're very know. busy. You, uh, you know what we have to do now, Jess. Get one. Yeah, we got to steal some. Got to steal some of these cats. But you hate America. But I love cats. <laughs> also, you know, like we probably have American listeners, so like, let's pretend I don't. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave us. <laughs> we don't know why you're listening in the first place. Uh, Characteristics: mm-hmm. American white hairs are similar to American short hairs, with the exception of a springy, how springy, wiry coat, including ear fur. I gestured to You gestured just to like above your head? Yep. That's where the ears are. This coat is similar to the wire coats of some breeds of dogs. Oh, I see. Such as terriers. Their fur requires little grooming, although lighter cats may require sunblock because cats get sunburned too. Mm. Uh, Wire hairs are of a moderate, sturdy build with round heads, high, high cheekbones, and a pronounced muzzle. Females are generally smaller than males. American wire has displayed the full spectrum of possible cat colours, although Himalayan chocolate and lilac are not accepted for competition. What? So when you show up with your lilac cat, they will say, no, thank you. Um, the wire hair coat trait is dominant, so any breeding between a wire hair and another cat can produce wired kittens. Uh, wire hairs have golden eyes, except for some white ones that have blue or amber eyes. Behaviour-wise, they've got an even and balanced temperament, which is essentially identical to that of its American short hair relative. Wire hairs are equally content to fall asleep in their owner's laps. They have been described as cute and somewhat humorous. Same. <laughs> That's my Tinder profile, I think, from now on. Cute and somewhat humorous. I feel like that applies. Uh, they are gentle and quiet, but also playful and active. They have quiet voices, like Fifi. Yeah, it stopped describing us a while ago, I think. American wire has generally prefer to stay indoors, where all kitties should be because yeah. it saves their wildlife and it saves their lives. Your cat's not getting the sunburn if it's indoors. So that's American wire hairs. There you go. The more you know. Dun, 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 dun. The more you know. How a dog person became a cat person too. Lay it on me because I got some tizzy people I need to change minds of. Okay. I don't know what that means. I, oh, dear. Um, so this is a, this is a essay in uh, something called the Missoulian. I don't know. Uh, I'm a dog person. I always vote for the dogs during pet wars on public radio. Whatever the heck that is, America seems weird. They're man's best friend and obviously better companions. So what am I doing with a cat? 
I adopted Rudy, a purebred red dachshund from the Bitterroot Humane Society eight years ago. He was seven at the time, but certainly in his prime. He peed all over my carpets for a couple of years, making, marking every inch of his new territory. But he's the sweetest dog I've ever known, and I don't know how I could live without him. What is this? Fluff and Papa, get to the cat. Sadly, Rudy is getting on in age. I feel bad now. He's had to have his most typo, most his lower teeth removed, and, then, and I know he's almost blind. People have said I should get a puppy, that a puppy would be playful and keep Rudy young, but I don't want him to feel he has to compete for my affection. I don't want him to feel displaced. My son knows we're a team. He has promised to take care of Rudy if anything happens to me. He's worried about how I will do if anything happens to Rudy. He and his girlfriend have a cat, Tiny, who they adopted in California. Tiny is a tortie and a holy terror. They suggested I get a cat. Sometimes you simply find yourself compelled to do things, and one day last January I found myself driving down Broadway searching for Anna Meals. Missoula's no cat. I guess Missoula's a town. I don't know. No cat. It uh, is. No kill. Well, there we go. You know more about America than me. No cat. No kill cat adoption center. The place was obviously once a warehouse with concrete floors and no windows or outer access. I outdoor access. I announced to the friendly staff member who greeted me, "I want a cat for my dog." Oh. <laughs> I was encouraged to go in and get to know the cats, but the woman I spoke to already had one picked out for me. A little eight-month-old tiger kitty found in the Walmart parking lot. They called her Lizzie Ann. She seemed very gentle and sat on my lap and purred. Making a decision seemed impossible, so I left and said I'd have to think about it. A couple days later, I found myself again involuntarily heading back to Anna Meals. We've saved Lizzie Ann for you, said the same greeter said. The little grey-striped kitty with a distinctive Eminem forehead was adorable. The woman must have known the kitty was one-one for Rudy. I left in the daze and found myself on a buying spree, getting cat food, a litter box and toys. The next day I was back at Animeals, walking out the door with a newly christened Lilybell in a borrowed carrying cage. Fast forward five months, Lilybell and Rudy are best buds. Lilybelle sleeps on top of the bed while Rudy burrows underneath. In the morning, the first thing they do is touch noses and run madcap down the stairs. <laughs> making that noise. They have their own chair and nap together in the sun. Lily Bell will reach out with her paw and touch Rudy to start playing. Otherwise, the kingdom is peaceful. Lily Bell is easy to care for. She spends her days looking out the windows, yearning to go outside, but I'm not convinced that's safe. Good call. Good call. She does like to occasionally stretch the arm of the couch, scratch the arm of the couch, but I think that's to get my attention. Mm. I'll just put her in the garage for the time out, which she enjoys. <laughs> so now that I'm retired, I've discovered I'm also a cat person. It's never too late to discover something new and wonderful or to have found a new love in your heart. Jesus! That was a roller coaster of emotions. That was really cute. <laughs> yeah, now you have to like read and discuss things. So, uh, you know, calm down. Calm emotions. Uh, right, professionally. Oh, I miss my cat. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Okay. Cat flu. Da, da, da. What is it? What is cat flu? First off, I'm going to give you a definition and then I'll read the article about what I was meant to talk about. Cat flu is the general name given to a viral viral infection of the upper respiratory tract in cats. It's a common disease in cats and although not usually fatal in previously healthy adult cats, it can cause death in kittens and immunosuppressed older older cats. Uh, So it's mostly commonly caused by the feline... uh, Herpes virus or um, feline calicovirus? Calicovirus? 
Kalika, that sounds, that'll do. That'll yeah. do. Uh, feline herpes virus is more serious of the two. It's also known as the feline virus rhinotracheotitis. Look at me saying big words. Like a doctor. Feel, ooh. Okay. Oh, I have something to tell you after this. Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> New segment, calling Dr. Jess. Feline herpes virus infects the membranes of the eyes, the lining of the nose, pharynx, sinuses, and throat. Cat flu in general is a very contagious disease and can spread quickly from cat to cat. So uh, the virus affects the membranes of the eye, so causing like a conjunctivitis. Sneezing is also a really common symptom. Fever and depression or loss of appetite. Um, So why is it important for you to protect your cat from cat flu? Um, So obviously flu is a big deal with humans as well. You can get really sick from it. If you're old or your immune system is shot, it can be really, really bad. And that is the same for little kittens. Uh, So... Uh, Vets say that keeping your cats warm and dry indoors is the easiest way to ensure that they're safe. Um, The viruses are contagious, as I said, from cat to cat. Um, If your cat is infected with cat flu, your cat generally will be fine. I think there's some like medications that they need to take, but like generally they can live like normal happy lives if they've had it before. I know my cat, Cleo, had cat flu. Calvin and Teapot have cat flu. They've got cat flu. Um, So basically it's just best not to introduce them to cats that haven't had it because if they're young or, you know, if they've got other problems, then it could be harmful towards them. But generally they can live really cute, happy lives like my cat Cleo is at the moment. Yeah. Every now and again, Calvin. happy apparently, which is good. Calvin gets a bit weepy. Like, he's a bit weepy a lot of the time, to be honest. Uh, uh, Same. Same. Uh, Big mood. Tipa was a little weepy a few weeks ago. I actually have like a a meme-worthy photo of him where it just looks like he's just... Balling. It's. Aww, I should show it to you. Please. I will. Um. I'll, I'll go through my phone after this. Um. But yeah, like every now and again, like teapot was pretty. Like teapot, like it. It comes in waves. It's called shed. Like shedding the virus. Uh, mm. is when they have the symptoms more pronounced. Uh, and it's when they're more contagious as well. Uh, teapot. Teapot was real snuffly a few weeks ago. Like he was at my. He was at my door begging for his meal, didn't for his breakfast because his mum was actually away as well. So he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like he couldn't quite couldn't quite get a full meow out without it catching in his throat a little bit. And then he would sneeze all to the time, all over the place, and it was gross. Bless him. Well, when I when me and my ex actually adopted Cleo because she was um, through the RSPCA, but she was at a pet barn when we found her. She must have been in like a bad cycle of the flu because she was just oh. she was very. Like she was meowy, but she was very meowy gal. Um, but like sneezing a lot and she seemed really lethargic. So we were really worried. But that was before – that was like a month before we ended up adopting her. So the, the girl I'm, I'm, I'm seeing at the moment uh, works – she's a – Dom has a girlfriend, everybody. Okay, look, didn't want to make a deal out of it. Uh, <laughs> she's tra- like training to be a veterinary nurse. <gasps> fucking stop it. Stop swearing. Uh, <laughs> But one of the cat, one of the cats, the cat that cat comes in every now and again. Um, it's a real runny nose cat, and she, th- this cat, like they will hold up a cloth to its face, and it was just like it'll wipe its nose because it knows. It's just like I want. I Do want. we have a video of this? No. Can so, we get one? I mean, maybe. Like, I'll like. I'm sure that she'll get the video if she like 
has an opportunity to it. It might be a bit rude, frankly. It's just like taking videos of people's pets while they're in for treatment or something. But yeah, it's just like a little, just like, got, gets all snotty. They hold the cloth up to it and it's just like rubs. Gets the snot out. That's ridiculous. Some yeah. humans don't even know to do that. Yeah. Cats are better than humans, though. That's, like, that's not surprising. insanely true. Okay, Dom, lay me. No, that's not a good word to use. Never mind. Go on. Uh, <laughs> lay the best friend's feline cat of the week on me. <laughs> Never mind. That's the, oh, like. Oh, look at Zane's face. He's, he's so like, happy. what an idiot Jess is. This is what you get. Like, we're just like, we mix up who does the Instacat, who does the best friend feline, and suddenly it just becomes a How bloody episode of How many podcasts have I been on company. now? Cat. Murder, musical, glass of wine. Is that it? I've been on cat. uh, If you say more than me, I'm. Cat, glass of wine, hooked a bunch of times, uh, musicals. So we're neck and neck. We're neck and neck. I don't think there's any more, yeah. Anywho. I mean, I'm about to start hosting another one. So, like, uh, game up. Come on now. Uh, anyway, best friend feline of the week. That's right. It's moving it this week, and this week I have picked a cat named Morrigan. Morrigan. What's that name from? Uh, it's. I think like it's a common name for a witch, sort of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, Stunning. Irish okay. mythology. I think. Q-Q-Q. Q-Q-Q. Oh, is it the god, the Irish god of war? Well, would 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 the Irish were they gods in the Irish mythology? Let's have Zane on microphone if we're going to keep having a conversation. No, let's turn this into. One third of life. Let's do this. Talk about mythology now. On one third of life. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so Morrigan is one of three, uh, basically a triad of uh, Irish gods or the the she, or mm. the, the, the fairies. The she, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so she was the god of war. She decides who lives and dies in every battle. So mm. you sacrifice to her to get her favour. Yeah. Um, Good name for a cat. Good name for a cat. I kind of picked her because I play in, in Dungeons and Dragons. I play a character called Morgan and I play her with an Irish accent and people make fun of me. Like, So Dom has a girlfriend and he's a nerd. That's what we've yeah. learned today. Yeah, look. Uh, and how are things going for you, Jeff? Uh, and people make fun of me because like, they, no, they don't make fun of me. They insist that I pronounce the character's name Morrigan. And I'm just like, I don't. I don't do that. That's not the Irish accent I'm doing. Anyway, Morgan the cat is five months old. She's in Strathpine, Queensland. She is a short hair, desexed, vaccinated, wormed. What more do you want? She's domestic short hair, going for $165. Snuggle scope, shy until she's settled, then very cuddly. Same. Uh, same except for the very cuddly part. Uh, cat scope, a bit hissy at first, but once she knows she's there finally, she's fine. Great, same. Do- dog scope, untested, but should be fine with tr- correct introductions. Child scope, great with kids. Nope. Not me. About. Morrigan is a little shyer than her siblings, but every bit as friendly and smoochy once she's had a couple of days to settle in. She loves to play and find spaces to explore and hide in, but is also quick to come for cuddles when called. And she loves nothing more than just chilling out beside you in whatever it is you're doing. If you're looking for a gorgeous blue girl to add to your family, why not fill out our meet and greet application and come meet Morrigan? You'll be glad you did. I guess I didn't mention that, yeah, she's got a blue coat. Stunning. She's very cute. She's got like a little, like a very like kind of round sort of, like round but pointy sort of face, but like big ears. I she mean, she is a kitten, but like, yeah, she's real cute. Look, Stunning. Look at that cat. Um, well, Instacat of the Week is one of Bestern's uh, former fosters and her name is Henrietta. Her Instagram handle is Henry Fattietta, which is 
funny. Uh, looks like she's she's still a little girl. She's got a little girl with a little poisies and a little tail. Um, she – so, yeah, she, she was fostered by Beth Stern, who we've spoken about on the podcast before. So her and her husband, Howard Stern um, – Howard ta- Stern, the – The radio guy. That guy, right. They – probably take in close to 200 to 300 cats a year and foster them and make sure that they get really good homes. They do a lot of really great work for cat rescue. Um, So Henrietta was one of theirs and her bio says, Beth Stone Foster turned Brooklyn Bay. I mean, stunning. So she looks like a little um, little grey, bluey girl. Um, She's got a little blue collar and she looks like she's really loved and comfy. There's a photo of her with like crazy eyes. And I feel like that's my mood of 2020. Just like you just look, zoom in on it and she's just like going like, I hurt myself. I mean, there's today. something so nice about, you know, doing this podcast where we look at different cats I mean, it's quite, and stuff yeah. like that. But it's so nice to see animals just being loved and taken care of. I know. So the paws. Yeah. The paws. And she's at the vet, they're being responsible, they're looking after their pet and it makes me so bloody happy. So go check out Henry Fadietta. Um, We're still locked out of our Instagram, I'm dealing with it, okay, but the Facebook is absolutely lit. With cat it's videos. It's so lit. It's so lit. Also, Fifi's watching Toy Story 2 on the TV right now. Oh, she, no, she, no, she's looking at us. I'm sorry. We made her feel self-conscious. I'm sorry, Fifi. Um, Fifi so turn for Fifi segment. Fifi, how do you feel about public transport? I mean, it's a very important part of a, of a city's infrastructure. And honestly, and particularly in Brisbane where I live, it's been neglected quite quite badly. Uh, you know, the, the, you know the, we've got... We've got a, a, a Labor government in in power in in Queensland, but I just I just I really think that they should uh, they should do a bit more to make it more affordable, but also worth the cost. Great, thanks, Vivi. That's going to be a new segment every uh, week. It is, isn't it? That's and I and that's the voice that I decided on. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. So thank you so much for joining us, Fifi. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure um, to check us out on Facebook. You can email us at everybody wants to be a cat at gmail.com. Tell us about your cats. As far as we know, and as Dom said last week, we only have one subscriber, and the rest of you are robots. And like n- everybody wants to be a cat, nobody wants to be a robot. So speak up, <laughs> y'all. Y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye Meow. Hey, guys, it's Julie and KB from Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Government. Time travel. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.